we do not have any gate shit. <laughs> I guess we are doing some record. <laughs> well, welcome. That's what we call lifting the curtain. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I honestly thought you were going to talk about like something very inappropriate because we were talking about how big things were right before I hit record. So I thought you were still going to go down that line of the inappropriate talk that you were saying. Well, and watermelons you... are bigger than cantaloupes. It's fine. That's not inappropriate. That's not. That's also not up for debate. Like I totally agree with that. Stop trying to... Like, what you're doing is do nothing here where you throw information and it makes me look fucking so stupid. Look, like, just because you don't know your fucking fruits, okay? <laughs> I love the melon but, family but and but I know them very well. I know that. Right, cantaloupe. I'm going to fuck this up. Cantaloupe is the orange one, right? I think so. Honeydew. No. Honeydew is the whitey yellow one. Yes. And watermelon. It's the fucking red one. It's green. On the inside. I'm talking inside. I'm not talking outside. <laughs> fucking no. I think I, that's right, yeah. A, a part of me does actually think that I'm colorblind, right? Because me and it, I think I've texted you about this before. Me and Emma have varying degrees or differences of what we think colors are. Do you, you remember? Te- you texted me something a while ago. I'm sure I texted you about this because I'm sure it was about the same fucking thing that me and Emma fight about more than anything other than the, the death, death penalty. penalty. <laughs> <laughs> I used to have a Carhartt jacket. Yes. Do you remember oh, my, my <laughs> waxy Carhartt jacket? Yes. Which was? Purple. Pink. <laughs> no, the salmon one I still have. Remember the waxy one I had like years ago? No. Right. I had a brown waxy Carhartt jacket. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Four yes. Forever ago. Yes. Right? That motherfucker will still argue to me, argue with me to this day that that shit was green. Uh-huh. I know. No, I know. I know. they're not even close. Not even close. Dude, also, when you think of Carhartt, what's the first fucking color you think of? Oh, you know, like the logo, like the fucking brownie orange thing? <laughs> yeah, and all of their fucking garments, they have a brown variant of everything. Every single fucking duck, thing. Duck brown is what I believe they call it. Duck brown, yeah. I had a duck brown jacket to this day. I've not had that jacket for at least like four or five years. And we still fucking argue about what color it was. Because you asked me about the salmon one. Because you said that she said it was purple. I'm sure that, that was... sounds like a fucking argument we've had. Yeah. That that thing is pink. Oh, it's so pink. Right? So pink. Even if you're going to give it a shade, it's salmon. Right? Salmon pink, yes. Salmon pink. Yes. Because that's the word that precedes salmon when you talk about color. Fucking pink. pink. Sit here, try to tell me it's purple, dude. I'll show her something purple. What? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Welcome to Dead End Friends Podcast. Episode 110. Yeah. Podcast, two dudes who know nothing. Talk about everything. This week we are going to talk about Heaven's Gate, apparently. Well, I'm going to talk about Heaven's <laughs> Gate. You're going to talk about it and I'm going to sit here You're going to sit here and just listen. drink it in. Man, right. Have you, uh, do you know anything about, so... Is this the Kool-Aid guys? No, Kool-Aid was uh, Jim Jones. And he's not part of... He's not in any way involved. Is Heaven's Gate the cool sneaker people? Yes. Okay. So they had like... 
I want to say it was Reeboks they wore. No, was it not Nikes? It may have been Nikes, actually. It was like a certain brand of Nike that they yeah. don't make anymore. Oh, yeah, it actually says it right here. <coughs> White sneakers. I know shit about this. Yeah, so Jim or Jonestown, like the Kool-Aid people. Yeah. Which, by the way, to dispel any rumours where you can just Google it because there's not a rumour, nobody drank Kool-Aid. Heard it here first. No one drank Kool-Aid. Like 997 people died. What did they drink? They didn't drink Kool-Aid. That was just... No, it was like the cheap version of Kool-Aid because Jim Jones wasn't spending that kind of money. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, he, he, yeah, yeah. He, what a psychopath. Just pay for the more expensive one. That's not... Man, I kind of want to talk about Jim Jones now because that was so much more interesting, to be fair. Well, we'll make it a series. <laughs> <laughs> just talking about cults and leaders and shit. I may do one on Jim Jones. Actually, that, was, that shit is... We'll pepper that in in like six months' time. <laughs> I'll talk about it now, so I remember to do it uh, in like five years. So yeah, I'm going to talk about. Talk I mean, about I guess that's not. That's the. Whoosh. <laughs> this doesn't need a theme because I guess it's not really a conspiracy, is it? This is no, just no, no, no. This is facts. This is cold hard straight facts. straight up facts. The conspiracies that come from it is from the inside of this cult that grew mm. because. They believed in some wacko shit. But I'm I'm not gonna lie. Some of it I'm a bit like, yeah, I can I, get I can it. I can see why people would believe that. Yeah. And I can see why you'd get like suckered in. You get fucking you get Nikes and you get real like all black and shit. Like you look cool as fuck. <laughs> fucking dude. dope. What? Fire. Anyway. So uh, today's thing that I am gonna read through uh, a, a a very nice article that I actually like reading from um history. So just history.com, the history channel, because they've always got good shit. So this is actually just, uh, this is written by a guy called Dave Ruse, R-O-O-S, fucking excellent name. Great name. So what drove Heaven's Gate followers to mass suicide? Bro. Title. It was one of the strangest and saddest news headlines of 1997. Inside a San Diego mansion, authorities discovered the remains of 39 members of a monastic religious sect quickly dubbed a suicide cult known as Heaven's Gate. Lying under purple shrouds, the deceased were dressed in identical dark clothing, wearing white Nike streakers, sneakers, and with $5 bills of rolls and quarters stuffed in their pockets. What? Over two days, they had all committed suicide by ingesting a toxic cocktails of barbiturates and alcohol. Just got high shit and just had a real big party. As details emerge about the group's beliefs, a mashup of evangelical Christianity, New Age practices, and UFOs, Heaven's Gates and its eccentric leader, known to followers as Doe, became fodder for late-night TV shows. So, what was the name of the guy? I'll get to it. I'll get to it. Oh, you just said Doe. Nah, Doe. Well, that was that was what they called. So it's like. You know how a lot of like religious cults or a lot of like cult leaders they usually like to be referred to as like father, papa, dad, papa. Give me in club, papa. Give me in club, papa. <laughs> <laughs> so that was what he was referred to as he was referred to as Do. How do you spell Do? Dio. Dio. Ronnie James Dio R I P. <laughs> Dio. Wow. There must have been a better. There must have been a better name. Literally any other name you could Aye, think anything. of was better. Like, Papa. Two letters is so fucking lazy. Oh, what about Papi? Papi. Mami. Mami. That's some good shit right there. That's some great shit. We could be a fucking cult leader. 
They were, oh, they were in uniform. They were apparently into Star Trek. They were all wearing Nikes. They were into Star Trek. It all seemed too bizarre to believe, says Benjamin Zeller, a scholar of new religious movements and author of Heaven's Gate, America's UFO Religion. Wow. But in his book, Zeller argues that Heaven's Gate wasn't necessarily the crazy aberration it was made out to be, nor was it a suicide cult. It was a group of spiritual seekers who latched onto popular trends in American culture, conspiracy theories, apocalyptic beliefs, the fusion of science and religion, ultimately, (laughs) that ultimately led them to a tragic end. And the thing that's like, but a lot of the themes that I found like reading about this stuff is it's still really, really, it's actually probably more rampant today than it ever has been. So all these beliefs that they were like, like just right there, just that list of popular trends in American culture, conspiracy theories, apocalyptic beliefs, the fusion of science and religion. These things are rampant throughout like American culture still to this day. They've just not learned their lesson. They're just like, (laughs) just leave things alone sometimes. Like, you don't have to make everything into a big, giant fucking conspiracy. Nah, just, just like, believe it or don't. That's it. Yeah. Just believe it or don't. I was speaking to a girl the other day who, her, her father is mad into, like, an alien cult. Tight? <laughs> yeah, I can't remember what it's called. A current one? Yeah. Or can we find it? Uh, I could find <laughs> is it. Is it one? <laughs> no, it's it's not. But basically, like, she showed me, like, an email that her dad sent her, which is fucking wild that, like, that's how you communicate with your dad. Oh, is it, like, pure pyramid scheme type shit? <clears throat> Maybe. Ah, oh, wait, what is it called? Mm, it's going to take me a while to find it. It's fine, but, you might, yeah, you're probably going to need to find that for us so <clears throat> I can it, actually, like, look it, It's basically, like, they don't believe in, like, modern medicine and all that kind of stuff as well, and aliens and all that. And then, like, she showed me this email and I was, like, scrolling through it. Yeah reading everything just taking it on yeah then at the bottom it was like the blurriest photo you've ever seen definitely taken on like a camera phone from like the mid 2000s nice um zoomed in at this like blonde woman right and it just said mother mary came to the field <laughs> <laughs> like no she didn't that's margaret what are you talking about she just showed up at the end <laughs> idiot see just speaking of aliens and shit before we, we go further on to my boy Marshall, who we'll get into. Have you seen the video from like the Mexico? Aye, like the yeah. Mexican like Supreme Court thing. Yeah. Oh my god! Fucking bonkers. Do you think it's legit? I want to believe. I want to believe it's legit. So bad, dude. Yeah, I haven't watched all of the clip. I've only seen like the pictures and stuff. Right. And the alien looks like it's made of paper mache. Yeah, it does. But also, the scans and shit? Bro, mm-hmm. what? That's another episode. This shit's right in itself. We are so good at this. <laughs> we are amazing. <laughs> Just mentally take notes. Here we go. Perfect. <laughs> Thank you. But like, like I, I watched one of the videos and it had the worst fucking subtitles of all time. Like, it was obviously somebody's, like, you know when you, like, hear a Mexican phrase you put it in a Google Translate and it's not quite right like no. all the words are out of order it was very much like that like somebody heard the word typed it in a Google and then pasted that into yeah, the subtitle here's the train. literal translation and like so I picked up odds and sods because I don't speak Spanish I don't got fucking no. clue what you're saying but from the, the gist of it that I got was that using the 
using the molecular data within the beings, they roughly aged them to be around a thousand years old. Yeah. Which is probably why they would look all fucking shriveled up and shit. Oh, yeah, I'd like to think that's what I look like at a thousand. (laughs) I hope I am dust by a thousand, man. No, I want to be made into paper mache. I want to be the first human taxidermy. (laughs) (laughs) With paper mache. Paper mache. (laughs) That shit will last forever, right? That's a great fucking... Well, project for like little kids to do is just like stuff you fill up paper mache. I do kind of want to come, I do kind of want to be buried in one of those like biorns. Have you seen those? No, they like melt you down, they turn, turn you a tree, turn you into ash, and then they put you in a biorn and you bury it and it grows in a tree. Like, bro, you could get you could come back as like a maple tree and then people are literally eating you as you're dead, bro. That's fire. Put me in the blue bin, man. I'm the last. <laughs> Put, uh, <laughs> Put me in the midden. <laughs> I am unbothered about what you do with me. Just throw me in the trash. So, <sighs> the origins of Heaven's Gate stretch back to 1972 when a nurse named Bonnie Lou Nettles met a seminary dropout named Marshall Herf Applewhite. Both Nettles and Applewhite experiencing spiritual crises, says Zeller. Nettles was going through a divorce and Applewhite, an evangelical Christian, felt like God was calling him to a new vocation. Wow. The two became spiritual soulmates. Nettles claimed to be in communication with spirit guides and angels and practiced astrology and yoga. Why do they always go hand in hand? Why is astrology and yoga hand in hand? Yeah, I don't know. Something to do with the stars? Yeah. Mercury and Gatorade or whatever it is. <laughs> Applewhite sought answers in the Bible, particularly the book of Revelation, which wow. foretells the events that will herald the end of the world. <laughs> Good shit, man. Good shit. Together, Starting off heavy, that is... Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, they need to get into one article. They're not going to go through fucking every minute of their day. Yeah, I guess, I guess. Together, Nettles and Applewhite received their own revelation, the Bible, when it talks about God... Jesus and angels was actually talking about extraterrestrials, a superior race of aliens who appeared to us as gods. See what I was saying at the start of the that show? That should make sense. hundred percent. Like because I think we've talked about this before. Yeah, because in my mind, the people back then were very literal, you know? Like they didn't mm-hmm. have media to like corrupt their thoughts. Mm-hmm. They just said Godzilla. Yeah, they just said what they saw. Mm-hmm. And like when talks in the Bible of like burning chariots in the sky going through the sky i'm like oh spaceship <laughs> because they just know a chariot as a mode of transport they haven't gone oh the plane the plane you know like that's yeah, not yeah, how yeah, it yeah. is just like that thing shouldn't be up there because we're all down here yeah i believe it yeah so like when they say that kind of stuff i'm just like yep like i can make sense yep uh in the last days in the last days the aliens will arrive in their spaceships destroy or recycle the earth and save the faithful who were ready to graduate to the next level. So this is like the kind of basis of like Marshall Applewhite's like I don't know, like theories and talks. And that's how we would like lure people in. It was just like same kind of thing with like um, Scientology, I think is quite similar. Where there's like yeah. levels to it and you need to yeah. get to a certain level before you'll be like the fucking all seeing, all believing type person, you know? Yes. Which is mental in itself, and that's just a money thing. 
What's your guess? Scientology, All man. religions are, you know, yes. Ooh, don't pay taxes. Makes sense. 100%. Makes sense. Scientology is the wildest one, man. Do they not still have ads at like the Super Bowl? Scientology? Uh-huh. Probably. That's wild to me because that's like fucking, that's like millions of dollars right there just to get a fucking 30 second ad at the Super Bowl. Yeah, but I think they've got it. You know? Mm-hmm. They definitely have that. It's crazy. Crazy. What Nettles and Applewhite were offering was an ET version of what other Christians would call the rapture. Say, says, says the other, adding that the idea of mixing UFOs with religion wasn't new. It was already popularized by the 1968 bestseller Chariots of the Gods, which is, I think, exactly what you were just saying. Fucking Eric Von Dankian, my boy. <laughs> Can't read that book. I've never finished it. I've got it in the house. I've never it's been able to... No, it makes me want to die. <laughs> well, <clears throat> I believe everything that's said in it. Right. And um, the existential dread that it makes me feel. Really? Dying is too much. Wow. Yeah, I've never finished it. I tried to watch the movie. Never been able to finish it. Oh my God. Yeah, it's nuts, man. But it's not the fact that I'm going to die. It's just the fact that I'm going to die and then the aliens are going to come back. I'm never going to get to say I told you so. <laughs> that's what kills me the most. But you might be here. This might be the beginning of that happening. <sighs> Fucking hope so, man. With the fucking Mexican Then I could die happy. I'll kill myself the next day. Like, no, don't do that. What am I gonna do? Ah, you'll find someone else. I got nothing. I got nothing. Uh, specifically, Nettles and Applewhite came to believe they were the two witnesses prophesied in Revelation 11, who would testify and teach on earth before the final judgment. According to the prophecy, the two witnesses would be killed and then resurrected, not by magic or by miracle but by extraterrestrial technology. When the Bible referred to Jesus ascending to heaven in a cloud, Nettles and Applewhite knew that the the cloud was really a UFO. The UFOs were their salvation. Which I kind of believe. Again, it's like, I'm like, oh, I remember I saw, do you remember the band Oceano? Yeah, of course I do. Uh, I remember I saw them in the garage and they were going on doing the songs, fine, whatever. Then he got on stage and he was like, I need to address something right now. We have been called an alien core band in the past. We are not alien core. We are fucking death metal. We might have some beliefs that the aliens are real. We might sing about that a little bit, but we are not an alien core band. Anyway, <laughs> this next song is about aliens coming down to earth and being our salvation. And it was stri- <laughs> Nah, surely that's a fucking bit. Like, surely you are not that, like, deluded. Alien core? Were people actually calling it alien core? Yeah. That is so funny, dude. I kind of wish I was in an alien core band. Alien core would be a great... I mean, all you need to do is write songs about alien aliens. core. I'm going to type alien that Alien core in. metal. Bands. Here we go. Oceano first. Rings of Saturn. A version's crown. Enterprise Earth. Xenomorphic contamination. Oh, I feel like I would like that band. Right? Cosmophobe. <laughs> oh no, 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 no! <laughs> Inhumane architects. Okay, I quite like that. That's good. Here, this is kind of class. Maybe. So, I mean, I guarantee you, like eighty-five percent of those bands are fucking shredders, and they're actually really good. Yeah. Ah, I think I think I found something I'm into. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually seen this guy like a couple of weeks ago. He was on, I don't know if it was TikTok or Instagram, but he's doing like a, a like a randomizer on genres and he's just listening strictly to that genre all day and then just being like, this is what I like about it. 
but it's like the most bizarro shit like the fucking like genres that were coming back i was like i don't even know what that is like i've never fucking heard that it's like pure icelandic drum core some shit and you're just like what is that and you come back and just be like well that was something (laughs) (laughs) oh by 1975 nettles and apple white were fixtures of the alternative spirituality scene in california and oregon they opened a new age store and began offering classes where they would share their message this earthly life was an intermediate realm where we learn to battle evil bad aliens transcend our human bodies and transform into perfected beings wow. that's that's where i get lost i'm just like yeah. what did those like yeah that's the <sighs> I'm, I'm lost like, how about we just let aliens be aliens and then we be peeps and it'd be okay yeah it's just like we're not here today because it just feels like about like not gentrification just like it feels kind of like we're just gonna like take over what they're doing. So I'm just become an alien, and then I'll just take that over because that'll be more fun. Just like, As you know, if we you know. could, you know, like it's arrogant. That's what it is. I think about that quite a lot actually. Just like if the aliens were to actually come down, and they had been like a species for like billions of years by this point, we we've, we've only been a species as humans for a very short amount of time in the grand yeah, scheme of yeah, things. Yeah, in comparison to whatever they are. And, and then if something comes down that has been a species for like millions or billions of years and they're just so advanced just like what the fuck do we do would you fuck an alien <laughs> what are you talking about <laughs> that fucking astro bussy bro <laughs> you talking about that astronomical bussy of course i fucking would dude bussy why are you only fucking the boy ones <laughs> why not bro they're aliens <laughs> you're just, yeah don't don't gender the aliens bro it's 2023 <laughs> sorry aliens i don't want to misgender 2023 wow okay ah, i mean i'll get a go it's not gay if it's aliens right <laughs> <laughs> nah i suppose not man oh they never called themselves heaven's gate says Ella. the group's name for themselves was the class Nettles, Nettles and Applewhite were seen as teachers and their followers were students. To this day, ex-members call each other classmates. Is there some survivors? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, you're calling each other classmates? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, that's Over mine. time, Nettles and Applewhite received more revelations. They came to believe that they themselves were aliens who had been sent to Earth to prepare humankind for the end. Nettles and Applewhite changed their names to T and O. Tea and dough. And the class took on a monastic feel. Members were encouraged to, to be celibate and wear special clothing modelled after Star Trek uniforms. So they were just nerds. Fucking Trekkies, man. <laughs> they were just nerds. But like, again, going back to like, uh, shit near that, I'm like, yeah. Because like, I've, I, that's another thought I've had before, like, I think it was actually you that made me have this thought. I think you put this out one time and it's like, eat me alive ever since. What if we're the aliens? Yeah, what if we are the aliens? Because was it you that was saying like, what if we, what if like the meteorite that came out and wiped out the dinosaurs? Uh-huh. What if that was actually like our planet where we came from crash land into Earth? That's the trainers of war, by the way. Here. They're kind of fire. They're pretty sick. They're still in rotation too. Yeah. But yeah, what if our planet was the meteorite crash landed here 
And then we were just like, oh, well, we live here now. I mean, it makes perfect sense. It could, right? Mm-hmm. So, they know. T and Do. T and Do know. Even with their unusual beliefs and... I just can't take it seriously without being their fucking names. Yeah, T and Do. T and Do. I wonder if it's T and Do. T and Do would be worse. T and Do. Or Ty and Do. Or what, oh, what if it's T-I and D-O? T-I, bro? Is he not a rapper? Yeah, he's a fucking weirdo, dude. He's a... He's a, he's <laughs> he's a, a, a strange man. But he is so, also like, very funny in Ant-Man, so it's fine. Well, he is in Ant-Man, isn't he? He's pretty good in Ant-Man. Yeah, but he checks, like, his daughter's puss to make sure she's still a virgin. Is that him? Yeah, I'm sure it's him. Open the door? That's what he does. Open the door. <laughs> Get out. What? Is that thing? Yeah. <laughs> I'll Google that. I'll Google it as well. T.I. Open the door. T.I. Get out. What is that? Don't do Do- T.I. I don't know what to write. Daughter pussy. Because no. I like, you're going to get, you're actually going to be on a list. Shit. T.I. daughter check. Oh my God. Outrage as US rapper T.I. says he has his daughter's hymen checked annually. So he's not doing it. The fact it's, that he is getting it done. It's still weird, but it would be weirder if he was doing the actual check. Is he getting a professional doctor? Yeah, he's getting a guy know to do it. Still fucking weird. Like, who cares? But I thought you meant he was, like, straddling her up and being, like, Great getting the stirrups. <laughs> 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 Even with their unusual beliefs and odd dress, Zeller takes issue with calling the class a cult or saying that his members were brainwashed. If we choose to use those terms, he says, then the same cloud could be said of all religions. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Correct. Well Correct. done, Zeller. Yes, absolutely. Zeller's definitely a fucking Catholic. They acted like a religion, says Zeller. They had beliefs and practices, rituals and prayers. They talked about the meaning of life, the end of the world, and what happened after death. They looked like a religion, but like some other religions, they had teachings which I would not promote or accept. Good for you, man. Why am I reading that part? Yeah. What a loser. (laughs) Open your mind, bro. In 1985, Nettles died of cancer. This shook the group's belief system to the core since members previously thought they would be physically transformed into perfect beings while alive. After Nettles' death, a new idea emerged. Members would have to shed their imperfect human bodies, at which point their consciousness would transfer into a next-level alien body. Jesus. This is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, there's always... I've, uh, when I read about, like, cult things or I listen to, like, podcasts about cult things, there's always something that's, like, the kind of... the catalyst for the escalation. Yeah. So it's, like... With Scientology, it was when Hubbard... I mean, Hubbard was already fucking weird, but when Hubbard, like, died, it got grim after that. Because the guy took yeah. over, I can't remember his name, he's a fucking dork, like a little, like... Obviously, because they always are. Yeah. Always. Yeah. When he took over... Oh, that's going to bug me with his name. I think it's David something. Cyan. Uh, <sighs> it's probably going to bug me. But he was mean. Fucking mean. And ever since then, it's just been like a grim, grim place. What's the dude's name? Where are we? Oh, I feel like it's David something. I just can't remember his last name. Please. Uh, when did the cunt die? 
David Miscavige. Miscavige. Yeah, yeah. Miscavige. Miscavige. Mr. Cabbage. Yeah. <laughs> David Miscavige. He's a fucking mean guy, dude. So he died in nineteen. Eighty-six. Yeah, Hub- yeah, yeah. Hubbard died fucking forever ago. Big Elron. Yeah, yeah. Wow. But then it was like a pure race. I thought his name for a long time was Elron, like you know, like Spanish, like Elron. Elron. Oh, Elron. Elron. Like the Ron. Here is Elron. And then when I found it was just an L, I was like, ah. I was like, God, fuck, like I called Elron. The Ron. The Ron. Sounds like a fucking wrestling name. Like Ty Ando. The members increasingly saw themselves as alien visitors temporarily inhabiting human bodies. Like other fringe groups, they developed elaborate conspiracy theories to explain why so few people had accepted their message. They didn't call it the deep state, but they believed that the government was allied with the media and corporate interests to hide the truth from the people. That space, that space aliens are real and that the government is working with bad aliens known as the Luciferians. Ooh, I want to oh, get a part of them. Just gotta throw in the fucking devil shit every so often. But like again, like <clears throat> totally fucking true. Yes. Maybe not the part of like working with the bad aliens. Uh, maybe not the maybe that with like you know a little fucking pinch of salt. But the rest of it, like hundred percent, the yeah, fucking 100%. powers that be understand. They know. They fucking know. They know. That's again. That's very easy to convince somebody that they fucking know. Mm-hmm. In the, in the early 1990s, Applewhite posted his first online online writings, first to use Usenet. Oh, wait. First to Usenet message boards and eventually on their own website called Heaven's Gate. The response, Zeller says, was uniformly negative, which led Applewhite and other members to slowly give up on convincing the rest of the world to prepare for the Earth's impending recycling. Wow. Instead, the group looked for signs of the extraterrestrial's arrival, which they found in the 1995 discovery of the Haley-Bopp comet. Astronomers calculated that the comet, which was a thousand times brighter than Haley's comet, would pass closest to the Earth in March of 1997. Applewhite came to believe that the Haley-Bopp comet was the perfect cover to hide a companion alien spacecraft, and when it arrived, the members of Heaven's Gate would be ready. Wow. See where this is going? I, I see where it's going. On March 22 and 23, 1997, the members of Heaven's Gate took what they believed was the final and necessary step to escape the Earth's destruction and graduate to the Kingdom of Heaven and their exalted alien bodies. In the end, 39 people, including Applewhite, killed themselves in the hopes that their consciousness would ascend to the heavens to meet the passing spaceship. The stunned rest of the world was left with hours of video recordings by Applewhite and extensive writing on the group's websites, including a page titled, Our Position Against Suicide. Ultimately, the group concluded that the true meaning of suicide is to turn against the next level which is being offered. When the kingdom of heaven was offered, they took it. Members said they joined of their own free will. They recorded exit statements. They wrote autobiographies that explained why they joined this movement. If we're all going to call that brainwashing, then I don't know what we're going to call free will. Jesus. 
I can't tell whether that guy was for or against, though. Like, the guy writing the article, like, he was kind of like, he rode the line perfectly, especially yeah. with that last line. Yeah. I mean, you got to be against it because it still ultimately led to the death of 39 people. <laughs> Am I, though? Am I against it? I don't know. Well, I mean, like you said, people have free will. Yeah, like, yeah, I suppose. But, like, the, the, the ideas and the ideologies that they had, like, there is definitely a lot of it that I'm just like, yeah, I can I can fully fucking back that and agree with it. But, yeah. like, if somebody was to say, like, oh, take these fucking tons of drugs and drink alcohol because we're going to go and live on a fucking comet in the sky, they're like, bro, I like my feet on the ground. I'm good. It would take a lot for me to get to that level. But I think I'd be along for the ride. Yeah, so we'd be the people that didn't do that part. I'm writing so an autobiography of yeah, yeah, why yeah. I'm not in a cult. <laughs> anymore. Mm, anymore. Anymore. my mates killed themselves. Yeah, yeah, Just like, ah, I don't want to do that part. <sighs> Can you the people who didn't do it, I wonder what was going on in their mind. Oh, man, they just had stuff on that day. Do you think it's just, They're just like oh, scheduling? Man. Ah, like, oh, I can't, man. Like, I, gotta pick I, little Timmy up from tap dance class. <laughs> yeah, did that, uh, man. I can't work on that day, man. I can't get it off. They just, yeah, they just don't have it. any annual leave left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. They just, they just couldn't get away from it. Man. That's wild. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Like, like that's obviously just like a kind of like scratching the surface, but the actual, yeah, of course. <laughs> like going into the detail of it is so fucking interesting. I want to see man. if I can see like the full get up. Heavens. Gate uniform. I think they just wore genuinely just wore dark clothing with those Nikes on. Oh man, Nikes. Ooh. Oh, Jesus, that is a dead body. That's not what I was expecting to see. Ay, ay, ay. Right, I'm not. I'm not. What? I'm not. That's another dead body. Jesus Christ. <laughs> man, when you search Heaven's Gate, the first thing that's going to come up is fucking dead bodies. It's like looking up Jonestown shit. I mean, that's fire. It you see people good. that look like that walk down Vicky Road. Steven Seagal dresses like that. <laughs> Have you seen the videos of Steven Seagal putting on like his clinics? What? Oh my God. Just hip tossing? Somewhere in America like asked him to come in and give them like a self-defense class. And I was like, are you fucking crazy? <laughs> are you actually crazy? Have you heard his songs? Hmm. He puts on like the Rasta voice. Yes. The first first line is like, I want the Punani. <laughs> oh. That man, he is the main character of this life, dude. Like, we are the NPCs li- living, living in, in Steven, Seagal's, Steven Seagal's world. Steve I don't want a pair of those Nikes. I mean, the whole get up is dope. Like, I would wear that shirt and shit. They did like a, a Nike collab? No, surely. Well, they, d- no, they didn't, man. but there is a Nike collab called the, Heaven's Gate. Uh, like why would they do that? They just fucking, like, oh, remember how all these people, like, died? Let's just yeah, fucking cool, make though. a collab. Nah, they're gross, dude. Nah, I'd wear the fuck out of them. <laughs> do you have to wear them like that, though, with, like, the tongue? Yeah, like, that kind of shit just grows me out. You think that's odd? That's wild. You fucking think that's odd? Living on a comet. I mean, it would be sick. Is it? I get travel sickness in cars. Like, <laughs> I don't want to be on a fucking comet. <laughs> It'd be so stupid. So they get to wear like a... Well, obviously, they think they're aliens by this point, so they'll probably be able to live in space. 
Yeah. I was going to say, did they get a space suit, but... No, nah, they, they have moved they're on they're to dead. Their, They have moved on to their next level bodies. What was that film that Ben Stiller was in? Zoolander. Yes. Night at the Museum. Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller. There's uh, a film that he did where it was basically like that. The Life of Walter Smitty. No. Uh, I don't fucking know, dude. Was he even in the film? Have I straight <laughs> up made that up? Spy Kids. I think I made that up. I definitely made that up. Oh, you're a fucking dog. How do I do this? I do this quite a lot. You just make up new realities in your head? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Just like fucking just made up an entire reality where oh, Ben Stiller. Like a... Meet the parents. Meet the parents. No, not that either. Sure. No, he's been in more films. Man, are you just thinking of like the bit where he's dressed up in like a silver leotard in fucking Zoolander? You're just like, oh, that must be an alien film. <laughs> no, no. There was a film that he did where basically he was like part of like an alien cult. I am so <laughs> sure that, that is a Tropic thing. Thunder. No. Uh, where are we? I'm determined to find this. Brother. Oh, I don't think it was Ben Stiller. It wasn't Ben Stiller. I don't even think this movie is real. I'm Alien. really fucking sorry. Alien for movie. movie. <laughs> no, I don't. There's, there's fucking 5,000. Comedy. Oh, my God. Comedy alien movie. Men in Black. No, 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 I know. Spaceballs. Uh, 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 the, no, it's not that one. Oh, my it's not God. not that one. Oh, man. There's definitely a film where basically they join, like, a cult thing mm-hmm. and the aliens are meant to come down and they wear, like, silver suits. Ben, and it's not Zoolander. Ben Stiller, silver suit. And see what comes up, you fucking dickhead. Use the the buzzwords you've just said. Ben Stiller, silver. You can type so silver. fast with one thumb. Oh, none of it's spelled right. I'm just <laughs> 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 it's just giving me photos of Ben Stiller in a silver jacket. Well, that's what you were looking for, right? No. Oh, that's so annoying. Was it Adam Sandler? No. Is it The Watch? Is it Owen Wilson? No. Owen I've Will- literally Googled... Ben Stiller alien movie and one film came up and he's not wearing a silver suit so you have fucking made this up I've not made it up alien movie oh my god I will find this film you know what I'm gonna do my fucking songs from the podcast and I'm just gonna tip the fucking order over while he looks for this oh, dumbass no, fucking it's fine. movie dude we're gonna talk about the playlist that movie does exist the first song <laughs> that I put on it's called Cold Hard Times by Lee Hazelwood. It's quite a sad song. It's kind okay. of country-ish. It's very good. He has a banging mustache. Um, nice. Not in... Look at that mustache. Whoa, Jesus. Damn. What a dude. Um, can't remember where I heard the song, but it's absolutely banging. I just love it so much. But I had to stick it on. Nice. Uh, the next song I put on is called Say It by Maggie Rogers, and it is a fucking <laughs> slapper. It's oh, really? such a good song. Such a good song. Um, Maggie Rogers is class. Uh-huh. I don't know if you've ever listened to much Maggie Rogers. No, I don't think I've ever even heard of her. She's very cool. Yeah? She's very cool. Okay, okay. Definitely okay, worth okay, listening okay. to. And this song in particular, banger. Nice. Uh, the next song I put on is called Something Good Can Work by Two Door Cinema Club. And you're right, it's the one with the cat on it. It is the one with the cat on it. 
Um, it's a very good song. It's just a fucking good time. I love that. It album. reminds me of like a very particular time in my life. Me too. You know, and like I, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's the same time as that. Probably. Probably. But they're just a, they were always a good band. They always did good songs. Yeah. Just like it. It, it always takes you back to living in the brothel. Yeah. When I lived in Wall Street. Yeah, and it's probably around about that time that I was thinking as well. I just remember it, just was, it was everywhere. Yeah, there was like one song in particular, right? There was like yeah, huge on every advert for probably Samsung. You know, like, <laughs> I feel like they're the ones with the bangers on their ads. Yeah, yeah. They just find the good songs and put them on. Yeah, they put they them know, on. They know what works. But no, that that was that was a good time in life. Other than the fact you were living in a brothel. But oh, I was having a great time. It's fine. I guess as long I as was you're... ignorant as fuck. Did I was just you're happy? Me. You know. Mm-hmm. Next song I put on is called "I'm Your Man" by Leonard Cohen, off the album "I'm Your Man." Nice. Um, I like this album because it's when he decided he was going to be a synth pop man, <laughs> <laughs> but he's not. He's really not. Class. Just an old poet, an old horny poet. And that's just who he is. The uh, the artwork to the uh, album. Oh, that it's not showing me. Cool. Love that so much. Um. Is basically him standing wearing a suit, sunglasses, and eating a banana. <laughs> Guys are fucking weird, though, man. Artists are fucking so bizarre, man. I love them. I like, I get like that kind of stuff is fine because it's like I can understand the artistic prowess of a man. But like, there's certain things that I see that I get fucking furious when I watch it on a video. BRM. So see when I see, like, some fucking museum and there's somebody doing something arty and there's just people watching. Yeah. So see if somebody's just... So I saw this one that was, like, this guy that just had, like, four big-ass pencils and they're all just different colours and he just had, like, like this in here, just, of like, a white stage and he was just putting the pencils down and just walking backwards. And the pencils were drawn on the floor. See that part of it? Fine. Like, you're doing something that you thoroughly enjoy. And that's how you're making your art and blah, 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 blah. All that spiritual fucking do what you want to do bullshit. But see the people that are fucking standing around them watching? Yeah. Just like intensely fucking watching this guy just go across the stage with his fucking big ass pencils that he bought from Bic. Like, I get fucking furious looking at those people. But that's what makes it art. Otherwise, it's just him in a room walking with a pencil. But that's fine. That is still art. You don't have to go and pretend to appreciate what he's doing because me and you both know, me and that guy who's watching him, we know that what we're seeing right now is fucking bullshit and it means nothing. Nah, it's art, bro. You wouldn't get it. So that guy, what's his face? Jan Eriksson? Oh, don't, don't get me started on that. Fucking, that guy is the is that best. that fucking spaghetti guy? Spaghetti guy. Oh! He just like breaks shit with his heads. I hate it so much. I watched a video earlier on where he was just like eating a bit of bread. Oh, I hate it no, so much. No, I love it. I, I like it, it a lot. It just means nothing, man. It means nothing. No, but what, at the same time, oh. like it's just, it's a form of expression, isn't it? That's what it is. That's the, what it all is. The worst one. The worst one. Oh, I just remembered. The worst one has to be that fucking guy I sent you. Do you remember like months ago, there was this guy that had a fucking microphone 
and a snare drum. <laughs> and he was fucking the snare drum, dude. I mean, he was like on top of this thing, just like fucking, <laughs> just like pushing it along a fucking table and shit and just going like full blown tonto on this snare drum. And again, that bit's fine. It's all the fucking people around him that clapped when he was done. Oh, fucking makes me so mad. Nah, this is where we diff- we differ because I love that shit. Oh. I don't. I'm not saying I get it. I'm just saying I love it. I love that people do that and people go and watch it. I think it's so funny. It's like the ultimate grift, especially if you get paid for it. Oh, <laughs> like, but it's the same people that drink in the thirteenth. No man. Not anymore. Not RIP. Anymore, not anymore. Oh. I just kind of go, man. I've just not got the patience for it. Like, I just don't want to stand around this hot ass room while you actually fucking give a snare drum a blowjob. Like, I just, I can't, I can't fucking do it, man. Oh, I get so mad at those videos. Anyway, the next song I put on the playlist is called Molotov by Jason Isbell and the 400 Unit. I love Jason Isbell so much. His voice is incredible. Is this the one you were playing earlier on? Yeah. I really like this one. So Jason Isbell and the 400 Unit is his band. Mm -hmm. He does stuff on his own just as Jason Isbell. Mm -hmm. He's got an album called Southeastern. And if I ever post a song from that on my Instagram story, your boy is sad. Oh, no. He's having a sad time. He, uh, the way he writes songs is just incredible. Like, the way that he gets a story across is in- yeah it gets me man yeah. every time this stuff is a bit more kind of like pop okay structure yeah because it's like verse chorus very yeah, ver- yeah verse chorus verse kind of thing mm-hmm. whereas like his other stuff is just like it does have choruses but it feels like it's part of everything it makes more sense okay, you know? okay, okay, yeah, whereas yeah. this you're expecting it yeah which is what i like yeah. i think it's cool i am um, this album was called The Nashville Sound. Nice. And it's fucking dynamite. Yeah. I I just love him. I think he's great. Classic. And basically I follow him on Twitter and all he does is like just like argue with like right wing dickheads <laughs> all day every day because he's a country artist that challenges <laughs> the stereotype. The stereotype, you know, of, like of he's, being a country artist. Yes. Class, I like that, man. He is a, he's a cool dude. Nice. He's a real cool dude. But anyway, that's my picks this week. They're nice. all over the place as always. So I... First song I put on is a song called Lullaby nice. by a band called Rashid Chapel. And it features Rome Streets and another guy. I can't remember who the other guy is. The Archetype. The Archetype. And 38 Special. 38 Special. <clears throat> right. I mean, that's not fucking outrageous has no right being as fucking good as it is just okay. such a good fucking like east coast hip-hop song nice the thing that the thing that i really liked about this is it's just like us fucking stick in the ribs of all these like purists out here that keep moaning about the state of hip-hop in the current day and age right because i'm just sick of fucking hearing it dude like they're so fucking many good artists oh, who yeah. are destroying shit and all the old heads are doing is moaning about the current state of it because all they hear is what's being played on the radio and let's like we talked about this before let's face it we know it's going to be shit it's on the radio it's on the fucking radio <laughs> do your fucking digging find the artists that are actually going to get you excited like how like in this 
fucking current day and age where you have people like Rome Streets, all the guys in Griselda, you've got fucking Ural Drug, you've got JPEG Mafia, you get Danny Brown, you get like the list just goes on and on and on and on and on on of these people that respect the history of hip hop, respect the game, but they're doing it their own way. Yeah. And they're making it better. Just keep fucking doing the same thing over and over because that's boring. That's the problem, or that is pop, that is popular music, that is the mainstream of things. They're going to churn out the same fucking four chords because that's what people, it's easy to listen to and they go, oh, this is nice. But you have the people that are fucking pushing the envelope, constantly moving music forward. But then if it moves forward into, yeah, yeah, and it's kind of shit, then like... uh, Don't listen to that. Don't listen to that. Let them do the thing because they're obviously making lots of money and enjoying themselves. Cool, fine. But Mm. don't, don't then say... The hip hop's in a terrible fucking place. Yeah, because you're in a terrible place. It's called you're Radio not, One. Yeah, and you're not trying. You're not looking for things not that you're trying. actually going to be like, "Wow, that's fucking excellent." So, but it's the same with every fucking genre, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, there's always going to be those dickers that are just like, "Oh, it's just not the same as it used to be." Of course, it's not. Yeah, yeah. I don't make them like this anymore. Of course, they don't. Because no. the people that you're talking about were all fucking pedophiles. <laughs> Let's face it. If you're talking about an artist from fucking 1976, probably a pedophile. Maybe. I'm heated, man. I don't know why. I'm yeah. fucking heated. Next song I put on is a song called Montpellier to Home by Dead Swans. Montpellier to Home. So I should add that all five of these songs have only been added because they came on shuffle when I was driving home. Yes. I was like, I was having a great time on the M77, dude. <laughs> a great time. Um, so this is off the Sleepwalking album. Sleepwalker, Sleepwalking, whatever it's called. What are they? I never, oh! I never, I never get into this band. You never liked Dead Swans? Oh, man, never dude. got into them. I don't know what it was about Dead Swans. It was just like that kind of like, that rage that was inside I think of when them. when they like, were popular, there was so many bands doing that same thing. Obviously, it was all different. Yeah. But like they were doing that same sort of like dark, melodic-y, hardcore right, okay. thing. There was just too much to choose from and I didn't go over these guys. That's probably what my thing was then is I probably just found Dead Swans and I was like, cool, that's me. Yeah, that works. Because like I didn't really listen to other things like that. Like, yeah. Like, a lot of people would throw out names, like, in that vein of, like, like More Than Life and shit. And I'm like, I never really listened to More Than Life. Yeah. It wasn't really my thing. I was like... I did like them. Dead Swans. I was like, give me some, give me some. <laughs> um, next song I put on is a song called Half Asleep Slash Half Awake by a band called Swain. I actually forgot about this song. This is another one of those ones that just, like, popped up on, like, when I was driving home. And it's just so much fun. I've never listened to them. I've never listened to them. He's got a friend called Swain. It really throws me off. I'm like, he didn't make this song. <laughs> I can't. I can't listen to this. I know he didn't do that. <laughs> I don't even know how to describe them. They're just like, I don't know. They're kind of drug churchy almost. Like they got a kind of drug churchy, like grungy vibe going on. Yeah, that drum, that drum at the beginning. Yeah. 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 And maybe I will have to give them a listen because that does sound like it would be up my street. Yeah, that album's pretty cool. I think you would like that album. There's nice. a song on it. It's called Never Clean My Room, I think it's called. Nice. Great song. <laughs> Great fucking song. Such a good hook in it. I love that song. Um, next song I put on is Provoke by The Ghost Inside. I nearly like jumped out of my car when this song came on. I forgot how fucking good this song is, by the way. This song starts so aggressive. So aggressive. But it's amazing. Oh, just... Remember, this used to be my alarm for a long time, so I started hating this song for a bit. <laughs> I 
obviously, because that's what happens when you do things Worst like that. Worst thing you could ever do. Yeah, but uh, good song. Ah, oh, great song. There's just something about having like a slow beat and then immediately just like picking up and going to like a two-step. Yeah. That, like, I just miss it. I that just era miss of music did it better than anyone else. Anyone else. Yeah. Oh, that album itself, what was it? What was that album called? Fury and the Fallen Fury Ones. Fury and the Fallen Ones. Just fucking... Mwah. What was the name of that? There was another song on that album, Faith of Forgiveness. Yes. Is that the one that starts with the guitar bit? No, that's Real Amaya. That's a <laughs> You're thinking of him. Um, it's not it's, safe to swim today. No, the, the song. <laughs> it definitely starts in a certain way that... <laughs> right, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty much what but, I said. That, that but I did the different guitar riff afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it goes to say one of those bands that I just absolutely adored. Oh, we used to fucking cover Chrono. Did we? Yeah, remember we played it like live maybe three or four times. Did we? Yeah. Oh, amazing, dude. I, I forgot about that. Yeah, that's a, that's a memory that we have. That's a fucking... Deep take. Oh my lord. What album was that? Was that Returners? Was Returners, that yeah. I'm going to listen to that album on the way home now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, last song I put on is The Grand Optimist by City and Colour. Just a nice song. Just a fucking gorgeous song. So nice. Like, I will put it out there. I think Little Hell is the best album he's ever done. I like it a lot, but it's not my favourite. What would be your favourite? My favourite is If I Should Go Before You. Is that the one? Like two after, three after. Two after. What's the cover? Like, it's like navy blue, setting color, if I should go before you. And then like him walking away from the camera. Yeah, is that the one with like Mizzy C Mizzy and stuff C on it? Stuff, yeah. That is a very good That's album. my favorite album because he kind of left the Neil Young worship alone for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Still didn't do it completely, but he <laughs> left it alone a little bit. But yeah, that, that's my favourite album of his. I used to just, like, play the Little Hill DVD to death. I think I've still got it somewhere. I love that DVD because it was, like, them recording Little Hell in, like, an old abandoned church in Canada. Dope. Oh, it's so good. Because, like, what's that guy that you really like that played guitar for him? Uh, Daniel Romano. Daniel Romano. So Romano's in it because he played guitar yeah, on that on album. album. And it's just them just like writing songs, playing riffs, and then just like playing ping pong and shit. Cool. It's so good, man. I love a making of video. They don't do them anymore and it fucking yeah. blows. Yeah. Every Time I Die always had the best ones. I've never watched any Every Time I Die <sighs> ones because I just thought they were like super abrasive and I was like, I don't know if I'm going to enjoy this because they just seem like fucking assholes. The one for the Big Dirty is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> it's very, very funny. If you can find it on the internet, watch It'll it. It'll be on fucking YouTube somewhere. There's bits of it in YouTube, not right, all of right, it, right, but okay, it's definitely okay. worth a watch. Because it was like the fucking Parkway Drive one. Did Never you watch the Parkway no. one? Oh my God. I think they did two, but the first one they did was after, I think it was after Horizons had come out. So it was just when they got like really, really big. Yeah. And they did this, like, kind of talking about how they came together and, like, growing up together and then becoming, like, the band and all that stuff. And it just looks like they had the most fucking, like, sheltered, privileged white people <laughs> childhood. And it's fucking so good to watch. So funny. I love yeah, it. Yeah, I wish they did more of that. Yeah, those were fun. And the Kill Switch Engage one. 
don't think I've ever seen that. Kill Switch and they get engaged in one after As Daylight Dies. Nice. Came out, I think it might have actually been with the album. Mm. And I just remember me and my brother watching it like all the time. Because they were talking about the same kind of thing, but it was like where they had, what was his name? Like the, the guy who used to, Jesse something? Like Jesse he, Leach. Yeah, so he used to be the vocalist and then he stopped being the vocalist and then he eventually joined again. Yeah. So they're talking about like how the band got together and like with Jesse in it and then Howard came in and then they were talking about like how Howard joined the band and everyone was like, who the fuck's this big massive black guy screaming in my face <laughs> and I'm expecting this like hillbilly looking white guy yeah. to be doing it. It's fucking so oh, good. Oh, that sounds good though. I need to try and find that. I love, a, I love that album. That's a really good one. I'd, I'd kill Switch Engage, full stop. Yeah. I love Kill Switch Engage, man. They're dope. Yeah. They're the band. Well, I guess that's it. That was our take, or history.com's take on Heaven's Gate. Basically, the fucking maniacs. And genuinely interesting as fuck to go and read a lot more about, like, yeah. Marsh- Marshall Applewhite as a person. Like, I don't think he was, like, completely crazy. He obviously was crazy enough to convince people to kill themselves. But, like, I think it was, like, for the longest time, he was just, like, kind of evangelical Christian type. And then yeah. having his, like, fucking partner in crime dying of cancer was just like <laughs> start the decline you know yeah it was it's, it's a it's a really sad story but like very fucking interesting to read about yeah it's a good read yeah yeah for good sure read. Well, thank you very much for listening to this episode we appreciate you uh come back next time for more of this garbage we love you goodbye I love you. Thank you.